Welcome to the Science of Getting Rich Chicks podcast. Are you ready to learn how to master your mind to create the business and life of your dreams? Then you are in the right place. This podcast is for ambitious female leaders who are ready to use their power to manifest riches in every area of their lives. Now, here's your hostess, Kai. Hello, ladies, and welcome to another episode of the Science of Getting Rich Chicks podcast. Today's topic, I'm going to break up into two episodes because I don't want to overwhelm you with a whole lot of information. What we're going to talk about today are 21 ideas to find and book at least three new paying clients within the next 30 days. So I'll give you 10 tips today and I'll give you 11 tips on the next episode. So that way you won't suffer from overwhelm and you can try to implement some of these different strategies that I'm going to give you as quickly as possible. And you can decide which one work well for you. So let's get started today. So why would you want to look for three new paying clients over the next 30 days? Well, that's quite obvious, right? Um, But the main reason is if you find that your leads are drying up and no one is knocking on your door for your products or your services, then you may want to go ahead and pay attention to these 21 steps that I'm going to give you. Um, And you also want to go ahead and revisit your marketing plans and ask yourself, are you marketing every day? How many people are you personally reaching out to in order to make a connection? And are there any older clients or customers or leads that you haven't followed up with or you can kind of reconnect with now? Are you having a call to action at the end of every email that you send out? And a call to action is going to be some way that your client can take the next step with you, whether that's through a discovery call or that's to sign up for your product or services or just something that your client can do that they know that they just click this button and they can go and get into your sales funnel. So as with most things, the 21 ideas that I'm going to give to you today, they'll work for some and they won't work for others. Some of them may resonate with you and some of them may not. All I want to do is just kind of give you some ideas so that way you can try some of them and see if they work. And even if everything is going well in your business or if you have a VA who can help you, maybe they can work on this for you or you can do this in your spare time. And that way you can see if there's anything that you can implement with what I'm going to talk to you about today. And make sure no matter what you do, whether it's these ideas or any other ideas that you're starting for the first time, make sure you track the results. It's so important to do that so that way you know if you are making any type of headway with the different marketing strategies that you're utilizing in your business. And then that'll help you determine what will work in the future. So let's go ahead and get started. Number one, create a challenge. As we all know, challenges have been all the rage these days. You'll see them all the time on Facebook. And it is one of the easiest pieces of content to create because a lot of challenges can be automated. You can run challenges throughout the year and only make a few changes because your lessons will be delivered according to a pre-chosen schedule that you decide. So you can have your marketing calendar for all of next year, and you can determine every five to six weeks when you're going to have your next challenge. You already have your content made. You may just have to make minor tweaks depending on the results of the previous challenge, and you're good to go. I know some people even use free challenges as a lead magnet. 
So what that means is they'll offer the challenge to get people into their sales funnel, and then they'll make them an offer. Some people even create paid challenges that may be a little bit longer than the traditional three, four, five day challenges. And then they'll, that'll be a paid challenge. And then a bit further down the funnel, they would appeal to those who are interested in working with them further. So whatever you do, if you do decide to create a challenge, just be sure that at the end of every challenge, you have a strong call to action that would want people to work with you. Number two, ask for the sale. Ladies, did you know that about 64% of sales simply don't happen because we don't ask for them? Yeah, that's what I said, 64%. And sometimes we could be on the phone with people and they get so hung up on knowing the benefits of our services and what we do and what the results will be that we rarely may ask them for the sale. So especially if you're doing written communications such as an email or a Facebook uh, post, make sure that you're asked for the sale and that would be your call to action. Basically what that is, is you're going to tell the reader what they need to do next. And when you do that, then the person will be enticed and inclined to work with you. So definitely make sure whenever you have the opportunity, ask for the sale. Number three, create a sales funnel. It's great to have a whole bunch of products and programs and services that you're passionate about, but you have to ask yourself, how do these all link together? And what I'm saying is, when your clients finish one program, what's the next step with you that makes sense? And that is when you need to use a sales funnel. When sales funnels work correctly, what happens is they attract people into your business with your lead magnet, and then you keep them engaged with the regular emails that you would send them via your autoresponder. And then you interact with them on social media, you check in on them, you do your Facebook lives and you're making sure you're visible. And while you're doing all of this, this goes back to what we've talked about on several occasions, they get to know, like, and trust you, right? And guess what? They're ready to buy from you. And what we have found is that clients who have already spent money with you are the easiest people to sell to because why? They already know, like, and trust you. So please make sure that you have your sales funnel set up correctly with follow-up products so your clients don't disappear and they remain and stay loyal customers with you for years to come. And you can always think of a special product or sale or anything to talk to your existing clients to get them to want to buy something, do something special for them and make them think that's a special service or promotion that you have just because they've been a client with you for a period of time. Number four, create a media opportunities database or calendar. You need to step into the spotlight and become visible if you want your business to grow. And the best way to do that is to look for media opportunities. A lot of magazines will have their yearly schedule printed out. So if you want to be a contributor. So, for example, I work with female entrepreneurs. So I would look for different magazines to find out when they're having special um or they have a month where they're going to talk specifically to female entrepreneurs. If I wanted to be a contributing writer for that particular month, then I know when the deadline is because I have their calendar. So make sure that you are searching out any type of media contacts, adding them to your database and take notes of any special opportunities that they're advertising when the deadlines are 
and what you need to do in order to create your submission to that particular entity. If you have a VA, this is a perfect task for him or her to do for you. And just make sure that they're documenting everything and staying on top of the opportunities, because sometimes these opportunities may not happen until months down the road. And if you have an idea, let's say March is uh, International Women's Month, then you may want to start looking earlier the year prior determine when the deadlines are to have everything in for March so you can be a contributing editor for whatever it is that your particular niche is. Number five, research podcasts that serve your community. Podcasts are more popular than ever, and so many hosts are looking for guests to interview. And research which podcasts would serve your audience and contact them about being a guest. And very rarely, it has been my experience, that people very rarely will tell you no, um, and they're always willing to be on podcasts or to contribute to a podcast and just give back to people who are even just starting podcasts. And the beauty of podcasts is that people will find your interview for years to come, and you'll have a backlink to the podcast host website. Plus, you'll even have a new media appearance, which you can promote and add to their logo and to yours when you see on some websites it says as seen on section of your website, which also builds credibility. And don't be scared to reach out to the 1% and to um, other individuals who may be well-known in the industry. You will be surprised. I've heard so many stories of people who thought that air quote celebrities would not want to be on their podcast, but a lot of them are very gracious and very generous. And a lot of them will tell you if someone would just ask, especially if they see me in person, oh, I would definitely say yes to be on their podcast. So that would definitely give you a lot of reach and get some new customers to hear your message and to connect with you that way. Number six, hunt down guest blogging opportunities. Blogging is still a relevant way to share your expertise and grow your audience. And guest blogging is also great when you share on someone else's blog. And this exposure to a new audience is going to be critical for you because it'll give you new email subscribers, which will do what? Lead to future clients. And that's what we want, right? So just like podcasts, you'll want to research the list of dream blogs before you approach them and make sure that it's a good fit for what you do and what their blog is all about. Know what kind of message they can bring to your audience and ask yourself if the message is a good fit. Look at their demographics and read some of the other posts to ensure that it's something that you want to participate in. And lastly, practice good guest blogging etiquette by responding to comments on the blog and interacting on the blog, social media, especially when they promote your article. Because what we don't want to do is not be respectful to people who gave you an opportunity and because then that could lead to you not getting any additional opportunities with them. Number seven, hold a virtual event. And when you do this, that is the best way to introduce yourself to your audience uh, whether it be live, which depending on the time of year that you're listening to this, um, but whether you're live or whether you're uh, virtual, people can see you in action. They can experience your personality. They can feel your energy. Um, and then they'll begin to follow you and then become eventually a client or a customer of yours. And if you can't organize your own event, then see if you can partner with somebody else in the same industry 
or maybe if you're a coach and let's say if you're a health and wellness coach, you may want to partner with um, a yoga coach. So it just all depends on what you want to do and what your niche is and how you want to do it. But either way, virtual events are extremely beneficial. And again, you can promote those on Facebook. You can hook up with other people and you can promote them on specific days in other people's groups when they allow you to promote events. So definitely do that. And you can use Zoom or a webinar or whatever you want to do. But just make sure if you do this, that you give yourself time to work up to the event and to schedule everything that you need for the event. Number eight share your testimonials. Words of praise from happy customers go a long way in convincing a new prospect to work with you. Do you make expensive purchases before reading reviews on products on Amazon? Hmm. Consider testimonials, these testimonials and your reviews. So asking for a testimony is painless, but you have to make sure that you follow up a few times before you receive it. And that's okay. Because some people get busy, some people forget, and a simple follow-up email is all that'll take for you just to, that may take for you to receive a response. So post them on your website and across social media platforms, um, any testimonies that you may receive. And you may want to go a step further and ask people to leave online reviews for you as well, because those are really impactful. And always ask whether you offer a free service or a product or gifting someone a product or a program always ask for a testimony because you really want people to share what their experience is working with you. Number nine, run an advertising campaign. Facebook ads, especially right now, because like I said, at the time of this taping, we are in a pandemic, are the most economical ads to purchase online as they allow you to set a daily budget so you don't have to break the bank. Experiment with sending traffic directly to your page versus to your lead magnet or to a webinar. If you set your demographic properly, you will definitely um, draw in the ideal audience that you're looking for. And if you are an established business and you do have the resources to hire a Facebook ad agency, that's even better because they'll take care of all of that for you. But regardless of whether you're doing it or you hire someone to do it, make sure you track your um, return of investment so you'll know what tweaks you need to make and make sure that you're also, especially if you do it yourself, that you're paying attention to what worked, what ads worked. You'll notice that sometimes people do several different ads with different pictures on it or creatives, that's what it's called, um, and different copy because some of them resonate with people and some of them don't. So you want to find the one that will work and you want to make sure that you drill down your different your demographic because showing your ad to a million people sounds great, but how many of those people will actually click, click through or buy? So when you drill down to a smaller demographic, you can qualify them as being your ideal client or customer who is more likely to buy than a random person just out of a million views who just happens to stumble across your ad. So make sure if you do utilize Facebook ads that you're doing them correctly. And our last uh, idea for today, number 10, is network within your community. Now, again, at the time of this taping, we're in a pandemic. However, you can still network online or in person because it is so critical to start up conversations with businesses and individuals who you come in contact with, whether it be online or in person. You can be a member of your chamber of commerce or any kind of business development communities. A lot of them are doing things virtual. Uh, one uh, group that is extremely popular is BNI. 
Um, and BNI usually lets you attend um, a meeting, your first meeting, I believe, free of charge. So just stay on top of local events and stay on top of virtual events that cater to your ideal audience. Look for sponsorship or speaking opportunities at local conferences that your ideal customer or client may attend. Any way that you can get known to a community online or in person is going to be critical to attract new clients and to let them know who you are. So ladies, that's one through 10 of our 21 ideas to get more clients in the next 30 days. I will go over 11 through 21 with you on our next episode, but I really hope that this was helpful for you. And I hope there's at least one takeaway or one idea that you have not tried yet that you may consider trying because it's so, so, so important to be sure that you're getting yourself out there so you can always be in a position to attract new clients. So please let us know what you decided to do. Come on over to our Facebook group, The Science of Getting Rich Chicks, because we would love to hear what you have to say. And in a few days, I need you to make sure that you check out our podcast because we're about to drop something really good for each and every one of you. You don't have to thank me now. No, please don't. Please don't. You can thank me later because it's something that's going to help your business. I promise you that. Um, no matter what business you're in, is something that's going to help your business. So make sure you stay tuned over the next few episodes because I'm going to drop something really good. And because you're a loyal, loyal, loyal Science of Getting Rich Chicks uh, podcast listener, I'm going to have a special prize just for you. Mm -hmm. Again, don't thank me now. You can wait till later. But again, ladies, thanks again for spending time with me today. As always, it has been a pleasure. And we will see you with part two of 21 ideas to uh, attract the new clients within the next 30 days. But until then, here's the Lux Laptop Lifestyle, and I will see you at the top. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Join our exclusive Facebook community, The Science of Getting Rich Chicks, for more tips to manifest your Lux life.